just want to talk to you. Actually, I'm going to speak a message tonight. More will be given. More will be given. That's the words that the Lord gave me tonight, this afternoon, to uh, just share with you. I feel like um, man, we're in crazy days, aren't we? I'm going to try and get our our eyes towards something else tonight, okay? Because we must begin to focus. Well, let me just back up and say this, that part of what we're seeing in America right now is the church has not taken their place. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I did, gave a message a few weeks ago. Um, I, I believe all those things that Charles Finney spoke, uh, that we could be, um, every one of us could be guilty of, is that not taking our place in the earth. And I want to talk to you tonight about gifting. I want to talk to you tonight about what your call is. I want to talk to you tonight about the more that will be given to you as you use what you have. Someone say amen. amen. Come on. I, I, I don't, we don't like silent church. I don't like silent church. I like you to respond to me. So just be, be fervent, Craig. Just keep talking to me, even if it's with your eyes. But I just really feel like, this, I'm going to go through a whole lot of scripture tonight, um, but I really feel that the Holy Spirit kind of prompted me on this. Actually, it was Tuesday night when we gathered for prayer, so I'm kind of going off of that, and what I didn't realize is that um, the Holy Spirit was going to bring it back to me again yesterday to just kind of posture my heart on, and, and I feel like, listen, when, when we... We realize in the Old Testament it talks about God. How can and David said this? How can you profit the righteous of uh, the unrighteous? And and I feel like what the Holy Spirit is saying to the church right now. How many know the, the Lord is saying a lot to the church right now? We need to just decipher what He's saying. How many want to hear His voice greater? That means as we as He gives us something, we we speak what He says, or we just do what He says. We are obedient to what He says, and that will increase on our lives. Amen. How's more given? Hallelujah. By using it, more will be given to you as we sow it and release it and begin to multiply it. Because we're going to talk about not just addition but multiplication tonight. How many want to see the things on their lives multiply? We'll just start using what God's given you. And I truly believe that the Holy Spirit is just giving this to us so that as we go into 2021, listen, I'm not waiting to see what happens anymore. You shouldn't be waiting to see what happens. Hello. Wonder what's going to happen with Trump. Wonder what's going to happen. Listen, let's get our eyes on the one who makes everything happen. That's Jesus. And Jesus wants us to fulfill everything he's called us to. Right. He wants us to step into the, to the midst of that. So I just want to go to Ephesians chapter 2, and we'll start there. But I really feel like an introduction that the Holy Spirit is speaking a word that he wants us to conduct ourselves in a manner that we begin to give what we have, begin to step into what he's called us to. And when I say calling, I mean God calls us to many different levels to do many different things. Just because we're not stepping into a ministry call doesn't mean that is not you. Like, we all, <laughs> how many have received a word in here, you're called? Yeah. Raise your hands. No, raise your hands. How many? How many? So half the room. 
And so I'm just, I want to encourage us tonight because we have this like mindset that callings look like one thing, this, or something that looks like this, a healing ministry, a deliverance ministry. What if God is calling you to do something far beyond that? What if he's calling you into the marketplace? What if he's calling you to, to be uh, the greatest at what he's, call, what he's gifted you in so that it actually is extravagant on the earth? It looks extravagant on the earth. And that's what I really feel like the Lord is wanting to speak to us tonight. And that's not dumbing down your calling. That's, make, that's actually broadening what God wants to do in your life. And so I just... Let's just read these, these couple of verses, and then we'll, we'll go on. I got too much, honestly. So Ephesians chapter 2, I'm just going to start in verse 8. Okay, we all know this verse. It says, for by grace you have been saved through faith. Thank you, Jesus. And, and that not, not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. And not of works, thank you, Jesus, lest anyone should boast. For, verse 10 See, we can't. We quote that verse, and then we don't ver quote the rest of the verse, the rest of the, the, the uh, thought, right? Because Paul goes on to say, for we are his workmanship, thank you, Jesus, come on, and that created in Christ Jesus for good works, right? Which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So here, here's what I'm going to pitch to you tonight. God has called you to steward every single thing in your life. Some of you are really good stewards in certain parts of your life and really crappy stewards, I said it, <laughs> in other parts of your life, all right? Because the reality is God wants you to be a great steward with everything, a great, great steward with everything he's given you. And some, God is trying to pull us into uncomfortable places so that we can handle the bigger things. Amen. Come on, that's a good word. And, and I realize this, that he created you, you're his workmanship, created in Christ to do the things that he's called you to. Ready? So I thank God for the gift of God, the free grace, the grace. But here's the thing. You know what? 2% of the church really only realizes this one thing, that grace is also ability. 2% of the church. If I, get, if I had, before I told you the answer, before, if I had handed out something to you and said, what is the grace of God? Most of you would say, you know, it's, it's God's favor. It's God's uh, un, unmerited favor. That's usually what the, 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 you know, the college book, textbook thing would say, right? But the reality is he's, he's given you an ability to do things. Ready? And that, that doesn't change, ready? We, I want to move us out of a mindset of, right, we're doing to get. We're not doing to get anything. I always have to say this, right, because i got to balance with people's brains. The reality is you have gifts inside of you that you're not developing because you're stuck. And partly because you don't know what you're, you're called to do. And so we're going to step into that, but I, I really want to really unfold what stewardship looks like tonight because God wants you to be a good steward with, you, with your finances. He wants you to be a great steward with your job, your employment. The, the Lord wants you to be great stewards with your children, your family, your parents, your, everybody, ready? And so there's a reality that we don't actually tend to. Come on, we've all got holes and God wants to 
cork up the holes tonight, okay? And I truly believe that this is going to be something powerful that we're going to apply to our lives so that you begin to walk. Ready? So listen, what would it look like if everyone in this building stepped into the, the fullness of their call? Yeah, it'd be crazy, right? It'd be, it would be so good that, listen, this place would, it, it, the place would be packed out. We'd have to have more services. We'd have to find another place to meet. It, you know, this is, this is just what happens. Because why? Because you would begin to multiply yourself. And God wants to multiply not only your money, <laughs> he wants to multiply the gifts inside of you. Listen, I'm just going to testify for myself. Listen, there's a, because I've, I don't know if it's because of hanging around the prophets or I just had like a couple months to kind of get uh, back into the swing of like, I can focus on Jesus entirely. Ready? But the spirit of prophecy, there's no right? It's been popping on in here more and more and more, right? And that's not the boast in myself. That's to say, I'm, I'm shocked, honestly, and I want more. And so tonight, I'm just asking the Lord. I'm crying. I'm like, God, I, I want more. Am I worthy? Of course I'm worthy. Are you worthy? You're worthy. Do you want more of God? Then you get hungry for the things of the kingdom, but you also have to take everything in the circumference of what you do in life and put it into that basket where God is. Come on, I didn't get as many yays. I'm telling you, everything that you do, every single thing that you step into, God's saying, listen, would you come and just put that all in my basket and watch me multiply what I have for you in this time? Listen, if the church would step into its fullness and would, would begin to reflect what he's calling us to, that's me, sorry, I'll try and stay in the middle. That's hard, though. But the reality is that, that heaven, heaven wants to show up and show off in your life in everything. <laughs> right? In your family life, he wants to show up and show off. With your kids, he wants to just blast them and take them over, and, and he wants them to find their callings, and, they, and, you know, and it all doesn't have to be, I'm called to ministry. It has to be, I'm called to do what God called me to do on the earth so that I flourish. Listen, if there was someone, God forbid, if, hopefully there wasn't an idea for Twitter from some believer someplace. Oh, no. I'm, no, this is where I'm, I'm telling you the, the reality is, because we need billionaire tech kingdom people. You understand? So that this stuff doesn't go on, this nonsense doesn't happen. I'm telling you right now, this is where it's coming down to, that every person takes their place and you know where you fit and you know what you've been called to do. Some of you have got the gift of giving on you and you're not even giving to your potential. Yeah. We'll take another offering at the end. But the real... But the reality is, I'm telling you, so, and, and when you're called into a profession and we treat it as common, I'm telling you, we treat it as common. Don't treat anything you do as common. It's holy. Why? Because Christ is in you, the hope of glory, and he's moving through your life and causing you to live out what he's called you to. And, and don't, don't get me wrong. He'll pull you out of places and reset you, but don't you think he's big enough to do that? Listen, as we steward that which he gives us, 
He begins to open up more facets of the things that he wants to do in your life, and it will be unimaginable. Some of you, oh, oh wait, oh wait, just turn with me to Matthew 25. So at the beginning of this chapter, right, we know that there's this, this whole thing because I, I truly feel like this, that I'm supposed to store up oil, right? You know the story of the ten virgins, right? So here's the deal. God wants to give us oil, but he wants us to be ready. He wants to have the lampstands ready. This is not what, I even, what I'm even talking about. I'm talking about the next parable. Ready? Verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to the one he gave five talents, to another he gave, uh, to, to another two, to another one, and to each according to his own ability. Everyone say ability. ability. Yeah. And immediately he went on his journey. And then he who had received the five talents when he went and traded them in, he made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in, dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. Everyone say money. 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 <laughs> it used, Jesus is using money because it's of value, right? And, and, a, and, a, and a talent is like a, a silver piece, right? So a silver piece is worth about, worth about what? 24 bucks, 25 bucks right now, right? And so if you have five of those and you, you bury them, it doesn't multiply. But if you put it someplace or you let it increase in value, right? If you store it away, buy it, store it away, God will begin to expand that. I can prove it to you. It's already happening, right? And so I want you to just see that when God, it's, it's so crazy. Ready? For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling from a far country. Listen, it's Jesus himself. And you know every parable is done as a picture. It's symbolic of a lesson that Jesus wants to teach us. Right? And so it says this, that he called his own servants. He called the ones that were with him. And he called them. And the Bible says that actually when Jesus came down from the mountain, he said that he called his disciples unto himself. And then he called out of those disciples, he called some apostles. Okay? I want you to see, because every time God, Jesus says, calls himself, he calls him to himself. So here's this, because there is something that God is calling you to, right? And so it says this, that, it says that he delivered his goods to them. Now, let me just blow up the sacred cow in the room. That Jesus was gifted in every single thing. I'm not talking about the gifts of the Spirit. Why did Jesus not worry about money? Why? Because he knew that the provision of heaven was coming, and he knew how to multiply that, Which, because he knew he could just command the fish, <laughs> and they could have plenty of fish. Come on, i.e. the chosen. Pay off the debts. That's right, and he expected them to do it. And so the reality is this. He, 
the, the Holy Spirit wants us to understand that there's principles that are in the kingdom. He says, why is it likened unto the kingdom of heaven? Because we all have gifts and God delivered them to us. What does that mean? He handed over authority. So God wants to give you authority over everything in your life. Will you take it? Because some things we don't take authority in, and to... And, and the things that I already talked about, we don't take authority in our households. We don't take authority in the things that he called us to outside of the household. We don't take our authority in, in specific places. Listen, if, if, if we just came in here and there was no authority, what would it look like? And not that we're heavy-handed in here, but do you understand? It, God wants us to be stewards. He gives us things. He ready. He gives us kingdom awakening ministries. Lees and I, the senior leaders, we are stewards over this. And so God says, "How are you going to steward what I've given you?" And so everything you get, everything you receive from heaven, every gift, ready, the spirit of prophecy. Do I want more spirit of prophecy on my life? Then I better prophesy. Oh, we all want to be prophets, but we don't want to open our mouths. We all want to move in healing, but no one wants to lay hands on the sick. Why? Because we're afraid. Because everything shuts you down. The only thing that shuts you down is fear. And then most of us don't even deal with certain things like finances because of fear. Whew. Are you okay? All right. Come on. Everything in our lives needs to be tended to. Ready? There, there was a garden in Eden. And God gave Adam authority over the garden to tend the garden. That's before we had thorns and briars and all those things, right? He probably had a pretty smooth job then. Just sit out there with the hose. But the reality is that Adam tended to that, and he named the things that were created, and he was a steward. And what a steward means, steward means that we don't micromanage things. No, when Jesus said he, he said he left, he delivered everything he had, and then he left on a long journey. That means he wasn't watching over everything. The ones he gave things to, the ones he gave the talents to, were there to tend what he gave them. So how many of us have been sitting in places where God's given us things, yet we don't see the fruit of it because we're not tending to it? All right. Goods are those things that we possess. God wants us to possess. He didn't call you to come into the kingdom to just hang out. No, he called you to the kingdom to occupy. Occupy until I come. And see, we don't understand that in the church. The concept's outside somewhere. We leave it out in the front, outside the parking lot. You know, I'm going to take care of my business. I'm going to take care of that. But when it comes to kingdom things, listen, he said, come and occupy. That means everything. That means everything he's called you to, you occupy that area. And it will what? Flourish. Am I yelling? Holy Spirit wants us to flourish in every single thing we set our hands to. Ready? If God's calling you to... to all right, I'll just use the healing gift, all right? I'll just use the healing gift, but I, I, we could apply this to anything because we're in church, I'll just apply it to the healing gift. What I did, this is what I did. I studied every guy and girl that had a healing anointing, right? 
So I, I fed on it. I, I got myself educated on things of the past, things we don't want to see happen, and things we do want to see happen, right? Because there was mistakes in the past that you don't want to carry into the future. And so God wants to give you, in business, in business it's the same thing. You find someone that does something better than you. Oh, somebody's got to hang out with someone that does something better than you so that you can get on what they have on them on you. But here's the thing. You, we want to see every aspect Right? That's why, you know, they get all this thrust on the seven mountains, and it was good teaching, but no one really applies it. Some do. So I'm encouraging us tonight. Listen, God created you. You're his workmanship to receive everything he's given you, and so you can walk in this. But let's, we'll just keep going. He, he took everything, his own servants, which were what? Own was, is unique. So every one of us has a unique gifting. Are you hearing me? Everyone in this room has a unique gifting. It doesn't mean we all look like prototypes of the next person, the person next to us. God wants to give you the uniqueness, the way you identify yourself because he's called you to something different than the person next to you. And some of our callings overlap one another, yes. But I'm telling you tonight that God is calling you to a place where you step in and just Begin to first identify what he's called you to do. And then tonight, we're going to ask the Lord, God, any place that I have not been stewarding well, you're going to help me to steward it well from here on in. Because this will help every one of us. Listen, it, you know, I love the prophetic ministry, but it, 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 it loans itself to, to quirky, weird stuff. And I do. I love it. But thus saith the Lord means... It's going to happen as you sow your life into that. And God, God's, and we need to identify certain things, right? Some of you feel called to certain things, and it's because of a, a, a soulish thing and not a real call. I'm just being honest. Listen, when I, when I first started preaching, we'll just go there. Some of you heard this story. I can tell you, I didn't want to do this. <laughs> you know, I don't want to do it. God, no, I don't really want to. And so what happened? My first test was my first preaching at school, and I got roasted, 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 like I'm quitting, I'm done. When your instructor says the only thing we feel is bad for you. No, those were the words, quote, unquote. The only thing we feel is bad for you. Sorry for you. Is it any worse? I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> Feel sorry for you? That's no better. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it was either I'm just throwing it in or am I called? Now, God would not leave me alone because I asked her. I was ready. I'm bye. I don't need to sit here for three more years. I'm good. Ready? So we're going to step out and listen. The Holy Spirit wants you to live from a place where you're weak, and he wants to strengthen you in your gift. Sometimes he's calling you out of the comfortable thing into the thing that you do not want to do. That's, that's when you know you're called. I don't know. Get it on tape. He calls you out of, what did I say? 
Anyway, he calls you out of the comfortable thing into the thing that you do not want to do. And that is the truth. And I can testify on the testimony of that, that God calls you out of, like, I, I don't want to speak. Now you can't shut me up. But the reality is that's, what I, that's how I would live. I didn't need to be heard. I didn't need this. I don't want this. Who wants to be up in front of the lights? It's hot up here. No, really. I'm just telling you it's the truth. And the Holy Spirit had to work in me. Come on, I'm his workmanship. He had to work in me to do the things that he called me to do. Righty? So the same thing, even with my business. You know what I knew? As I was working my business, I learned things along the way. Learned what not to do. As, as The further you get in, and even with just, we'll just go with the conference things, right? We just know what to do now. At first, it's like stress. Of course, all the stress is on Cali. No, no, it's not. It's not. But the reality is, at the beginning, it seems like a big task. Ready? And the Lord wants us. How do you expand if you don't get uncomfortable? I know we like to spend all our money. A budget is uncomfortable because then you can only spend so much. Someone say hallelujah. hallelujah. Come on. But as we're good stewards, and like, and who wants to give the big check in the donation? I hate that. But I've learned to surrender. No, I'm being honest. I've given more money into the kingdom than probably this whole room. I'm gonna, well, maybe not combined. I'm telling you, I've done stupid things with money as far as giving, like crazy stupid things. It'll come back. It wasn't stupid. It was God saying, listen, do this. Be obedient to do that. It'll come back, pressed down, shaken together, running over. I promise. And the reality is that God is calling us to do that with everything. Will you take what you have and spill it out so that no one, come on, that no one will ever wonder whether you know what you're doing or not? Come on. Come on, somebody. God wants to make you a professional in the thing that you've been called to. He wants you to be skilled. He wants you to be razor-like. He wants you to be sharp. It doesn't come by just sitting back and sleeping. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. No more sleeping. All right, so it's ability, right? And ability, that word ability in the scripture right here is the same word as acts. You shall receive power. God has given you the ability, the ability, the ability to perform an activity, power, mighty deed, miracle, supernatural power. That's what he's given you the ability to do. And so... I'm telling you because it's a, it's a picture of what God wants to give to us in everything. That means that if I go and cut lawns, I'll just use rocks. I'm used to rocks. If I go cut stones, then I get a supernatural ability to figure out things. Listen, my father, my dad, had a, per, had a, a crazy job where he would design uh, products, paint wall products for 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 a big company that used to paint like Disney World and all these crazy big commercial places, Denver Broncos stadiums, 
but he used to wake up with ideas that came from heaven that would just explode the business. Too bad we didn't have all that money now. But, but the reality is God would give him, he would give him dreams and show him what to do. Let me, let's just talk about Joseph for a moment, okay? I wasn't even going to go in all these different directions. But the reality is that Joseph, right, the re, he was prophesied to, he had a dream, it came from heaven, that he would be the leader of the whole world, basically. Basically, he would be the one that held everything, and, gave, and everyone would come and bow down to him. Be careful who you tell your vision to. Because we know, right, he ended up in the pit and then in the palace, but he had to go to the pit first. So the, here's the deal. The pit stinks, but the palace is great. Ready? And so he became a steward with all of Pharaoh's wealth. Are you getting it? Really? In these times right now, I'm going to talk prophetically right now. In these times, we need to be sharp. You need to be aware. You need to ask the Lord, what am I supposed to do? It's not time to fool around with your assignments right now. It's time to step into what he's called you. And I'm telling you, there's something that the Holy Spirit is wanting the church to grab a hold of, and that is step into the reality and be great stewards with what I've given you. And not, listen, I'm not saying this don't, to put fear. Listen, sometimes we have to step into things and figure out what works and what doesn't work, right? But I'm saying this, be, be, above all things, we have to pray. Listen, you want to be anointed in everything that you're doing? Pray. <laughs> the Holy Spirit wants to anoint you for everything that you're called to. Every part of your life, we need to pray. When you go into the dungeon, you need to be prayed up. When you go into darkness, because he didn't call you, he called you into his marvelous light, but he called you out into the dark place to begin to speak and declare his kingdom. What is sickness? Sickness is darkness. I rebuke sickness in this place right now. It's darkness. And the Holy Spirit wants you to live in a place where you have victory over darkness. That comes by being absolutely given out. You're like sold out to every single thing that he's called you to. You got sold out. You're given over to it. You don't hesitate in the things that he's called you to. All right, we'll just keep going. Ready? Matthew, I'll go to verse 20. And we know this, so I'm, I'll start with the bad and then go to the good, right? But I'll read the rest of it. It says... Verse 20, so he received five talents and came and brought the other, the other talent, the other five, brought five other talents saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I've gained you five more talents besides them. And the Lord, and his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. How many want to hear that? Yeah, I want to hear that. Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord, of your Lord. And then he also, he also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I gained two more besides them. And, the Lord, and, the, and his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. So he goes over that again and 
I will make you ruler over many things. See, we can't, the Lord wants to show us clearly, listen, we have to be faithful with the little for him to expand us. Ready? And then he said to, then he who had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. But I, and I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what's yours. And the Lord said to him, you wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I, I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. You ought to have deposited my money with bankers, which today wouldn't do well, at that, <laughs> and at my coming, I would have received back my own interest. Go take the talent, and he, so he took the talent from him and gave, gave it to him who had 10 talents. Verse 29, to everyone who has, more will be given. Everyone say that. Everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. You should say that too. <laughs> Don't you want an abundance? But to him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And he cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness where there was weeping and gnashing of teeth. And I just, to be honest with you, I read stuff like this when Jesus is saying it, and I'm like, oh, Lord, you're kind of harsh. I'm the only one in the room. But I'm telling you, the reality is, he said to him, you're wicked and lazy. How many want to be known as wicked and lazy? No. All right, come on. I, let's see the hands. No, don't do it. So wicked, and, and I just want you to see, because when he looks, he says, I know that you were, it was his perception of the master that kept him from stepping in and multiplying that which he had. Come on, guys. It's how we perceive God is why we don't trust him with the gifts that he's given us. It is a good word. Thank you. No, the reality is as we perceive the Lord to be good in everything, he's not harsh and he's not like this master that's going to beat us or, or punish us, but the reality that Jesus is saying, listen, wicked is worthless and of serious fault. And so having no value, wicked is stingy. So some of you have gifts on your life and you're holding them to yourselves and you're not letting other people see it. Some of you may actually even be called to do something like this and you won't. Or you may be called to do something outside of that. You may be called to into the marketplace and step out and start your own business or step into another profession that you just have no perception of. And some of you need to stay put and do what you've been doing. Hello? But we all have to navigate what God's saying in this time. Ready? So I, that's why I'll start with the bad news and then we'll go to the good, okay? 
because we'll talk about, I just want to give you, I'd rather give you the wicked and lazy, and then we'll talk about abundance at the end, okay? So lazy is to delay, be slothful, shrink back from, hesitant to engage with something worthwhile, lacking ambition. Now see, let me just stop for a moment, and even in the church, there's like little things that creep into our thinking, and, and God puts... Uh, uh, God needs to set some things in, in alignment in our minds because we get a mindset that everything's going to come to me. I'll just wait for it. And all, my, all the things that God's about to do, I'll just wait for it. And it's, it is. It's, it's like this, it's this lullaby sleepy thing that comes into the church that I don't have to do anything. It'll just come to me. Hi. And so apathetic... We don't want apathetic or indifferent thinking because what happens is I get lazy on one thing and I just let it go by. But lukewarm, and this is why Jesus said, I don't like lukewarm. I spit you out of my mouth. So God wants us to go and fear is not an excuse. Can I tell you in this church, fear is not an excuse. (laughs) <laughs> come on. Fear is not an excuse. I need more than one amen. It's, come on, you guys are courageous. You guys are filled with the Holy Ghost. You guys are filled with power. You guys are filled with, with the strength of God inside of you. It's not a place where you're going to say, I'm going to succumb to fear. And whatever God calls you to, whatever he sets your hands to, you walk in that in the fullness of what he's called you to so that you don't miss what he's saying in this hour. So I just want, you know, what does faithful look like? Because I, 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 you know, what does faithful look like? I'm faithful in the little, I'll be ruler over much. Well, if I can't do things on a consistent level in small things, then why do I get a greater uh, increase if I can't do it in the small? And the Lord, listen, this is a big, this is going to, ready? The, the, the big finger of God's going to put his, his finger on you, ready? About, about those things, because faithfulness is being steadfast. Faithfulness is, is, is walking in with reliability and trustworthiness, and you know, God, you, anything that comes to your plate, you're okay with, and it doesn't rattle you, because you're going to walk it out. But I want you to, I, I want to just touch this, because you need to, God is looking for consistency. He's looking for us not to be in a place. We're devoted and we're consistent. And I'm not talking about serving this ministry, although that's included. Okay? I'm just saying that. It's, it's the reality of being faithful in the little because this is what I did. And I'm just talking about this is my ministry run. Ready? This is... This is I never had to look for work because I was good at what I did. I was paid attention to detail. I never had to advertise. I never once advertised, and I never went for those 15 years without any work situation, except for one dip in the economy in 08 or something crazy, right? But the reality is I never had to look. Why? Because my craftsmanship was was good. I was great. People would want us. I just couldn't get enough done to get everywhere. You understand? So then go, go to ministry. Ready? This is what I did. I set up chairs every day. 
every Sunday, no matter how I felt. Week after week, month after month, year after year. Listen, I feel like, I feel like every church plant we've done, we had to set up. Thank God we're here. But I, even, even, even planting this, we had to go do setup, tear down, way back up in Portsmouth. It's just certain things, menial things, right? But God looks at those things, like at our daily consistency in those things. And what happens is he will expand those things. No, no, because there's a lie that's being perpetrated in, in, in circles that, oh, no, we got it all and we can just step in. I'm privileged. And you are. You are. But there's this, there's this messed up thinking that you're just entitled to certain things. And I, don't, I just don't see it in Scripture. I do not see it in Scripture. Challenge me on it. I'm asking you to just watch what the Lord does. And this goes across the board. You know, you get people graduating college, they want the six figures. Things about just walking it out. It's inconsistent with the mindset that's being perpetrated today. Ready? 1 Corinthians 4 says this, let a man so consider us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mystery of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that one be found faithful. God wants us, listen, I can put this, I can take this whole parable and put it into spiritual gifts. And, God, and the Lord was talking about talents. But we can do this in spiritual gifts you can do this with anything that you do, and you can put this, it's really a transparency, you can go right over anything that you set your heart to do. God wants to give you those things. He wants to increase your life. He wants to see abundance on your life, but he wants you to be faithful in the little. I know, it's not a glory message tonight. And I just want you to see that talents... And what God gives us can be multiplied because you see that Adam went and he began to till the land and it multiplied, right? He, the, actually, the very thing that God said, go and multiply. Go and multiply. And we see it in the book of Acts because it starts with addition and then continues into multiplication. Acts chapter 5 said, and though, and through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done. Verse 12. Among the people, and they were all in one accord at Solomon's porch, yet none of them, none of the rest dared join them. But the people esteemed them highly, and the believers were increasingly added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women. So ready, the, the increase was added. And it may start with adding. God will add, but I believe, I believe we want to see verse uh, chapter 9. Ready? Chapter 9, verse Acts says, the churches. Then the churches, verse 31, throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and were edified, walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, they were multiplied. Oh, come on, that's really good. Listen, having the peace and were edified, walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, they multiplied. That's powerful. Listen, guys, if we can get understanding that you, 
whatever God gives you for a task, that you have peace. Oh, come on, it's going to edify you on the inside. Whatever the Lord puts before you. Listen, you think it was all cre- you know, sugar cream when, when the apostles were running around laying hands. No, I can guarantee you that they were assaulted by the government. Listen, we're in a body, the whole body. Ready? Everyone in here has a function. Every person in this place has a function. God has given you an ability. God has given you a talent. God is looking for the body to function as one. Because if I'm, listen, there's this place where I feel like we focus on certain parts of the body. And we focus on those things. Listen, what helps me function and live is my heart, my liver, my kidneys, all these things that you do not see on the outward. So every person has a function in the fullness and the expression of the body. And the Spirit of God wants us to learn and understand that you are just as important as the person sitting next to you. Don't think that you don't have talents and things that God is not going to use you. And some of you, listen, are off the charts gifted and you don't even open your mouth. You don't do anything with the gift that God's given you. Oh, come on. At least if you are, I'm not hearing you. I'm not the only one that can prophesy in this room. I'm scanning the room to see who. No, I'm seriously. Listen, God is, and I'm learning. Listen, sometimes it's not a big, I felt, I'm just talking about the gifts again for a moment because I want us to start functioning. Hello, everyone say function. function. I, will I will function as a part of the body. This is where I'm going with this whole thing. Listen, I, I don't want us to overspirit. There's this tendency as a pastor, right, as breaking the word of God. I want to focus on the gifts, and I want to focus on the practical. So when I say things, it applies to everything. It really does. Because we get weird. We start thinking it's all about the gifts and it's all about a calling. It's all about, I spend five hours in the glory. No, no. I'm telling you that sometimes the Holy Spirit comes because I'm sitting just, listen, I wasn't planning on prophesying nothing today. I didn't come here with a plan. Last week, I got hit in my room, in the prayer room, at the house. That's different. But that hasn't been happening either. So God wants to expand, ready? I, I'll be the guinea pig. You let me, I'll be the guinea pig. But it's got it's to multiply in this room. That means you function in what God's called you to. And don't be afraid. No fear. Some of you aren't afraid of, of people outside this building. But when you get in this building, you're afraid of stuff. Seriously. So I want you to really, here's the thing. We want to go into the promise together. I don't want to just go into the promise for myself or me, Bobby, and five other people go into the promise. Uh Uh-uh. I want everyone to go into the promise. And sometimes we're just, like, we can't be, 
God wants us to be consistent and sow into a community. I am. I'm going to make it sound self-serving now. But it's not. Because, for listen, the Corinthian church was so highly gifted, they, had to, they needed instructions in the gifts. That's why Paul wrote all his writings. You got to prophesy by love. Because they were off the charts gifted. Listen, do you know... <laughs> When the apostles were running the roads at first, right? We don't read it all here. I've been reading other ancient writings, <laughs> right? But the reality is, listen, they were raising dead daily. Come on, somebody. No, you can read it. I can point you towards it. They were raising the dead daily. Peter was just, they brought him the dead. Raise him, boom. Raise him, boom. I'm telling you, get ready. Because supposedly, according to the word of God, the latter house, the glory is going to be greater. That means beyond the book of Acts. I know it was said in the Old Testament. But I'm telling you, there's something that the Lord wants us to gather. And that means you begin to move in your gifts. Listen, watch what happens if you just begin. Listen, the microphone's right there every week. Now, here we go, ready? Because I get weird, because I was like, okay, I, do I want to control the room? I don't want to, but I want you to hear from the Lord. I want you to hear from the Lord. If you feel like there's, someone needs prayer for healing, and you got a word of knowledge, you come to me and just say, I got a word. And I might check it. That's okay. You can practice on me first, and then... No, it's okay, right? Is that okay? Because yes. this is how I we don't ever we don't ever get out of. I'm not talking order. I, I I'm okay with out of order. I'm completely okay with it. Come on, you've seen some of the conferences. Completely out of order. Sometimes here it gets out of order. But I'm I just want us to move in a in a supernatural as a supernatural church. We're not. I'm I'm encouraging you tonight to grab hold of this, and I know I've talked about from all spectrums to go from here to there, like with what we do daily, but this is what I'm saying. We have to just erase the box that we try to put God in. You have to erase it because you cannot, you cannot. He created you, and he formed you, and he's transforming you. That means there's a work in your life that he's doing that you, you can't do on your own, Right? Paul said this, he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, and my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I most gladly, I rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, let me just say, the Holy Spirit wants to rest on your life. He came that he would rest on your life. You are called to encounter the kingdom. You're called to occupy until he comes, to really release what heaven's agenda is on the earth, and that only comes by you stepping in and functioning fully in the body. If you can't, if, if we don't start here, how do you get outside the door? I don't know, maybe some of you are better outside the door, but if you, if you are, you better be bringing me testimonies and you should be up here testifying. No, I'm serious. So don't, all I'm saying tonight is don't wait. Start stewarding well now. Yes. 
and begin to step into the calling of God on your life, however that looks like. It's multidimensional. The Lord wants us to look at things multidimensional. It's not just church, business, home. God is in everything. And I know that we, you know, we like huddling down in our houses and, and seeking the Lord, and that's good. But listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a punch for prayer. Because honestly, Tuesday prayer, some, we, people that, you know, we were faithful in praying at the beginning. We had a good crowd, and then all of a sudden we're down to dwindling to nothing. Not nothing, but I'm not putting that as a guilt. What I'm saying is, listen, how do we see revival by people coming and praying together. It comes through a prayer from all of us seeking the Lord together and independently. And again, I'm not putting yokes on people. Please take it off if you put it on. Don't put it on. I want to see, I, I want to see the Lord just begin to move sovereignly. And he will move sovereignly as we press in. Like I want my I want my I want to see this whole thing explode. And don't be, don't step back. Don't step back. God wants to pull us into the promise. Do you know that? He wants to pull you into the fullness of the promise. He doesn't want you to be distracted. He doesn't want you to be off, you know. Listen, I always feel like sometimes we get into a place with God and we feel like the grass is greener somewhere else. And if that's what you feel, you probably need to shift and move to that place. I'm just being honest. I'm, I'm the guy that will empty the church out. Because if you don't feel like, I'd rather, have, I'd rather have 50 people here that are on fire blazing than know that they're, they're called here. I really would. And, I, and, and, and the Lord wants you to be focused where you are. And he wants you to sow into the place where you are. And he wants you to, to begin to develop as a person, as a, in everything that he's called you to, where you are, where you're planted. And so Hebrews 4, and I'll close with this. Or maybe help me. Verse 1, Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit, profit them not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. Here's the deal. I feel like the Lord is saying, everything I, that I just released to you tonight, you need to receive the word of the Lord and add faith to it. Because I can preach my guts out, and if you don't put faith to it, if you don't take faith and apply and faith means I'm obeying what God says. I'm going to begin to step into what God says. But there remains a promise to enter into the rest. What is the rest? In the Hebrew context, it was them moving into the fullness of the promise of God and living in the land of abundance. Don't you want to live in the land of abundance? And let me just say, God has graced you with gifts that multiply, are multiplied inside of you. 
And he, everyone in this room, you have a, a multiplication of gifts inside of you. I believe that. You don't have one talent or two. And the Lord is going to reveal those things as you ask him. And as I'm, a, as I'm a, a good steward, a faithful servant, with what he gives me, he expands. I want the spirit of prophecy to bomb this place. Not so that we can have good prophecy, but so that God begins to listen through your mouth. Things begin to be declared and established. But you've got to speak it. I gave words to people last week. I released a word that today. How many want to go into the deep place with God? So we don't, we don't sit outside of that. We move towards it. Because so many times we can just step into a, a, a gathering and just, as the Lord speaks and prophesies prophesy things, even to the individuals, we can take it and go, well, that was a good word. I'll just put it on the, you know, I got it on my audio, on my phone. Yeah, you got to go get it. And so this is what the Lord's saying. Just go after it. But you got to steward something. You got to begin to steward one thing so that he'll multiply that one thing. Listen, signs and wonders did not multiply, didn't multiply. It came through the hands of Jesus, and he multiplied himself in the apostles. But they were already moving and doing the stuff. And so you're called to step out and begin to move in the glory and the power of God in all things. It's his divine nature that's put inside of us so that we can walk out every good and perfect gift that he's given that's coming from the Father of Lights. So stand, let's stand together. gift that's on every person in this place. Lord, we just call forth every single gift. And here's the thing, I can call it forth, but you have to just step into it. And so God, we thank you I thank you that you called us out of the place of sleepiness and laziness into a place where we're stepping in with expectation into the things you've called us to. And Lord, I just declare over every idea, every business might be in this place, every, every thought to, to, um, to step into something brand new. And it doesn't even have to be look spiritual. But Lord, I just declare it over this place that there's freedom, there's the ability to create. 
You know, we need to give the Lord the ability to create. And we can dream with him and begin to see what he had, what he sees for us. But we go, nah, that can't be, that can't be possible. Can I tell you tonight, all things are possible for those who believe. And so we just declare and decree that tonight, that we step into the impossible because you've made all things possible, Jesus. You've made every single thing possible tonight, God. And so we thank you, God, that we're, as we step in, Lord, you're going to release an abundance, God. As we step into the, to the deep places with you, even as the, as the word of the Lord came forth, God, right at the beginning of service, Lord, that you begin to move us into that place of abundance because we begin to go into the deep places with you now. So I'm calling everyone out of the shallows and into the deep. And as God begins to download, because God begins to release revelation and those things in the deep places, he begins to release the deep things of God, the revelation, the the spirit of God begins to release the deep things of God through him by his spirit when we engage And so I just declare that over us tonight. Lord, would every gift function in this place? Lord, a hunger for intercession, God. A hunger for the places that you're calling us to, God. A hunger to step in and and continue to to be faithful in, in the little so that you can expand us into the greater. God, that you find us faithful. Thank you that you created us in your, we're your workmanship, God, in Christ Jesus tonight. That you designed each person for a function, multiple ways, God. So help everyone in this place to step into that tonight. So even tonight, if we're if you've been in a place where you've been, like I always think we should go to the altar. That's how I think. There's always some time to just come to Jesus. And it's really just asking him, God, I, I've been in a place where I haven't been, where I, I haven't seen myself with fullness of value. I haven't seen the gifts in my life. I haven't seen all the function that you put inside of me. And I repent of not seeing you. I'm seeing you a different way. And the Lord wants to do something in that in you tonight. And I just, we want to open this front up as usual and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you because he's a good, good father and he wants to open up, open up greater things over your life. He wants to move you into the place that you've been called. But you got to start working with him. It's interesting. The scripture says, that when the apostles went out and about, they worked with the Holy Ghost. 
And so we got to work with the Holy Spirit. So come on, just allow him to work. I'll get out of the way and just I want a few people to just be able to go around and pray for people as they're so Lord we love you we thank you Holy Spirit come and baptize us with purpose tonight baptize us as good stewards tonight allow your full functioning to come upon the body tonight I just declare it over this place tonight Jesus name